0: Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCrae, and this is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is Backsliding Part 2. I decided to do a sequel to Backsliding because I felt that it was more information that I need to offer concerning Backsliding I wanted to just give additional information to it. So again, the name of this episode is called Backsliding. I'm doing a sequel to it, a part two. So let's talk about it. Again, I mentioned the basic definition of the word backsliding is when a person reverts back into negative behavior. So when it comes to a relapse, a lot of people have always mentioned that people tend to relapse mentally before they actually pick up the drug. So it's a mental thing, you know, meaning that before any type of physical behaviors or develop that relates to backsliding or relapse, the person has already accepted defeat from a psychological sense. They already accepted defeat. And that's pretty much what backsliding is. And and of course, you know, you hear me, you know, mention the word backsliding and relapse. And because like I said in the previous episode, or at least part one of backsliding, backsliding and relapse is very similar on the aspect of the definition. Very similar. It's just that relapse is used when it comes to 12-step programs. Backsliding is used when it comes to a biblical sense. But however, they both have similar definitions. It really is reverting reverting back into negative behavior, which is never good. So, but you know, I wanted to also focus on that I have been hearing a lot lately I have been hearing a lot of people been talking about the biggest enemy the biggest enemy that a person normally has to deal with so the biggest enemy is the inner me the enemy is the biggest enemy so a lot of times people tend to have self-sabotaging behaviors. I have self-sabotaged myself plenty of times, and a lot of people have various different reasons why they tend to sabotage themselves or have a self-sabotaging mentality. So a lot of people, they can be afraid of responsibility. When it comes to responsibility, discipline is attached to responsibility. You got to have a certain mindset in order to embrace responsibility. You have to have a certain kind of mindset in order to maintain that. And a lot of people, they're afraid of that kind of pressure. They're afraid of that challenge. And I can relate to that because there was a time in my life when I was a lot younger. When I was in my 20s, I was afraid of responsibility. I was afraid of the pressure. And I thank God as time had progressed and I got older, I started to get older, that I understood the importance of responsibility and the benefits of embracing the challenge of responsibility and understanding that discipline is needed. So I thank God I'm no longer afraid of responsibility nor the challenge or just the thought of being disciplined. Again, discipline is attached to responsibility. So again, this is backsliding to part two. I just want people to understand that When you find yourself in a backslidden state, understanding, you know, where you're at at that particular moment, meaning on the aspect of of accepting that this is where you're at and understanding that it's not, there's no guarantees that you will live to see the next day. So a lot of people, they take living for granted that they're going to guarantee wake up and that's not the case. So being in a backstanding state is is dangerous, it really is dangerous because, God forbid, a person dies in their current backstanding state and you did not, you as an, as a person, you didn't take the time out or you failed to be motivated to ask Jesus to forgive you for your sins. Asking Jesus to forgive you for your sins or repenting is something that's required Encourage, suggested every single day. Every single day. Uh, most likely every hour. <laughs> throughout the day, throughout the day, every time, every time a person pray, they need to repent for their sins. Because you need to repent for the sins that you are currently aware of and also repent for those sins that you are currently unaware of. Those you know, those sins. You know, are very important to acknowledge the sins that you're aware of and the sins that you're not aware of. Because, you know, you can do things and you just subconsciously just not aware of that you did that. And you would need someone or need Jesus to remind you that you did X, Y, Z based off a sin or something that's negative. The good thing is, or at least the important thing is making sure that from a spiritual sense that you're right with jesus and this is something that i make an effort to do i prayed this morning and i had a a good lengthy talk with jesus christ and i had to you know i chose to i had to and i chose to be transparent and one of the things that i encourage with this particular topic or this particular episode on victorious for life podcast concerning backsteining is that being transparent or transparency is a must and a plus. Jesus already know the issue. A lot of people they are embarrassed to talk about or they are embarrassed to be transparent. Even when they're the only person in the room, when they're the only person in the house and only one, you know, the only only one that can hear you is Jesus Christ. And there's nobody else in the room with you. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I experienced that before completely. And I still go through that from time to time. And, you know, I became more motivated to be transparent to Jesus concerning when I pray to Jesus to be transparent. So, you know, and I'm open and honest with Jesus. And it's not always easy. The only thing I'm saying is that I've gotten better at it. And I want to continue to get better at it because it's, it's when people do crazy things and it's embarrassing to talk about even when you're by yourself and the only one that can hear you is Jesus Christ there's no other human in the room besides yourself a lot of people have a hard time even dealing with that on aspect of expressing themselves to be completely transparent to Jesus Christ and you're the only one that's in the room or the only one that's in the house there's nobody else that can hear your conversation or be exposed to it however it's still needed for a person to practice, to be transparent, to be gut level honest with yourself, gut level honest with Jesus that this is what's going on in my life. This is what's going on, Jesus, in my life. And even if you enjoy a particular sin, tell Jesus that too, not to brag about it. No, I tell Jesus that there are certain sins, which obviously is between me and Jesus and me and Jesus alone, that this is what I like to do. And I know that I shouldn't do this. Or I know that at some point I need to eliminate the desire to continue this sin. Because I don't want to die in the midst of my sins. So, you know, as always, I ask Jesus to help me. And not only I ask Jesus to help me to be motivated to uh, lose interest of this particular sin. That way I'm no longer a slave to this sin. I also tell Jesus that it's not over, meaning that I'm I'm not going to give up. Because anything like someone told me, don't give up. Because if you give up on, you know, give up, you know, uh, you know, just uh, the, the effort that is that is needed to serve Jesus Christ, the effort that is needed to avoid sin. If you throw that away, throw that in the garbage or throw that in the trash can. That's, you know, that's what I'm talking about an the aspect of giving up. That, that's not going to help you. You know, you're not going to be helped at all. And this world is, is, um, the level of wickedness is extremely increasing. It's, It's increasing, really is. And if anybody gives up, you know, in this era, which is the last days, you know, it's dangerous. You put yourself at risk that you can potentially die in the midst of your sin. It's not good to give up. I wouldn't recommend or encourage anybody to give up. I believe that people, including myself, should be more motivated. We should increase our motivation to to run to Jesus in prayer, you know, uh, spend time with Jesus, communicate, make sure that spiritually that we're cleansed when it comes to repenting for our sins. So, if there's anyone that's listening to this episode, this particular episode on Victorious for Life podcast. Again, the name of this episode is Backsliding Part Two. If you are currently in a backsliding state, accepting that you have a problem, is always a must and a plus because that's a start to help you to recover when you accept that you have a problem. You know, talk to Jesus, you know, uh, uh, not necessarily just talk to Jesus, but ask yourself, think to yourself, you know, what, what happened? You know, there's always an explanation why a person backslid. There's always some type of explanation. What happened? What was going on with you that uh, that, that caused you to lose your fire? That caused you to, to lose your zeal? That caused you to lose your overall excitement when it came to Jesus Christ? What happened? A lot of people was uh, doing a lot of things in the church. So, you know, a lot of people was on usher board. It was on a praise team. They was very active in the church. And then something happened, they lost their excitement and they're no longer interested in being active in the church. So now some people they stopped going to church and then those same people they were grasping start to come back to church. And they may not be as active in the church as they was, but at least they're actually coming to church. This is something that I've noticed with a lot of people that backslide. So, the, you know, the th- overall thing is that, you know, like I mentioned before, is you have to question yourself, what caused you, what was the series of events that took place that caused a person to backslide? And I mentioned before, when I was in a backsliding state, one of these series of events that took place with me, or at least one of the issues that took place that, that led to me backsliding was the fact that you know there was prayer requests that wasn't answered and i honestly believe that spiritually and and mentally i i don't believe i was mature enough for jesus to answer a lot of prayers i just don't believe that i was now that i think about it i just don't believe that was mature enough you know i wasn't ready and i didn't want to acknowledge that i didn't want to accept that and I took it out of Jesus Christ. I got mad at Jesus, which I understand is very foolish. I was, I was upset. I was immature and I don't continue to, I don't want to continue to, to think like that. I don't want to continue to have that kind of mentality. Again, I mentioned that the inner me is the enemy. A lot of people's worst enemy is themselves on the inside. The inner me is my biggest enemy. And that's the way it was uh, advertised to me, that that quote or that, or that saying, I heard a lot of people talk about it. My pastor, she talked about it. The biggest enemy is my inner me. Self-sabotaging behavior. And a lot of people, they do this. And again, I can relate to it. I've done it several times. I don't want to continue to have self-sabotaging behavior. The mentality. I don't want to continue to do that with myself. So of course, I am encouraging others that if you have this, if you currently, if you currently have this mindset and you have this behavior, self-sabotaging, I'm strongly suggesting that you need to take a look at that and you need to counteract any type of negative thoughts with any with thoughts that are optimistic. Because Self-sabotaging is dangerous. Self-sabotaging behavior or self-sabotaging mentality can potentially cause you to die in the midst of your sin, and it's and nobody needs to go through that. Nobody don't you, you know you don't need to go through that. That's something that the devil, demonic forces, that they're counting on. They want you. They want us as people to have. Or to constantly have self-sabotage behaviors. And it's not worth it. We don't need to, to, uh, to, you know, on aspect of the devil, demonic forces having satisfaction. We don't need to, to give them that kind of satisfaction. We don't need that. It's, you know, when, when Jesus have a better plan for us, Jesus have a much more therapeutic plan for us as people. You know, uh, again, this is backsliding part two. I wanted to just... Um, emphasize or at least add additional information to give people encouragement. I thank God that I'm no longer in a backsliding state. The first time that I did backsliding was January 20th, 2022, obviously this year. So now this is April 5th, 2022. Today is my daughter's birthday. She turned 18. I thank God that she's finally legally an adult from a age perspective even though mentally she has a lot of growing up to do, which is understanding a lot of 18 year olds go through that. So, you know, you're, you're, you know, legally you're an adult, but mentally you still need to mature. And a lot of young people don't tend to properly mature or develop their brain until they're around like the age of 25. At least that's what was mentioned to me. So anyway, I'm doing backsliding part two. And again, today today is April 5th, 2022. And I really wanted to just, again, touch up on it to give encouragement. And that's what the show is about. A lot of people ask, well, what is your show about? Why did you create it, Victorious for Life Podcast? Well, Victorious, po- Victorious for Life Podcast, excuse me, Victorious for Life Podcast is a show, a podcast that I discuss uh, topics that are relatable. A lot of people can relate to these topics. I wanted to give a different kind of perspective on these topics. These, my um, agenda goal, realistic goal, is to encourage people, not to exploit people's imperfections, but to encourage people. And one of the ways to encourage people is to provide inspiration, to inspire people, to be motivated, to look at their behavior for what it is. And a lot of people, they don't, they don't, they're not motivated to look at their behavior for various different reasons. I believe that a lot of people, they're not even motivated to look at their behavior because there's no one around around them that is motivated to inspire them. Again, I I spoke about this before. A lot of people, they always say you can lead a horse to, to water, but you cannot force or make the horse drink the water. Well, did you think that the reason why the horse isn't thirsty to drink Maybe because the horse or, well, you know, the reason why the horse is not even motivated to drink the water in the first place is because the horse is not thirsty. In this case, thirsty just means interested, motivated. That's what thirsty means. So again, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink the water. Well, most likely this particular horse is not thirsty in the first place. And again, thirsty represents motivation a strong interest in changing for the better, to eliminating negative thoughts, to, you know, get rid of thoughts that are negative and replacing it with optimistic thoughts. And one of the best ways to inspire someone to change is to show love, compassion, empathy, which a lot of times us as people, we don't grant each other this kind of courtesy. I've, I've been saying this a lot lately, I'm going to keep repeating it because I myself need to constantly hear that to remind me that I always need to have a compassion mentality, be empath- you know, show empathy, and empathy is putting yourself in someone else's shoes. So if anyone that's listening to this episode, if you are currently in a backstanding state, then I strongly suggest let this episode really give you something to think about. And I hope that there's something that I said on this particular episode on Victoria's for Life podcast that can mentally stimulate you. Give you something to think about. Pray and talk to Jesus Christ and be honest with Jesus. Be transparent. You know, have your own personal closet prayers. And that's what the term closet prayers means, is that these are prayers that are just between you and Jesus Christ, not you and everybody else. Because a lot of people, they're not mature to handle certain skeletons in certain closets. Jesus is forever Forever, and I do mean forever, mature to handle skeletons and closets. And I believe that Jesus is designed and motivated to and and also equipped to handle closet prayers or to handle prayers that has a lot to do with skeletons and closets. And skeletons just simply means that these are um, issues that are embarrassing that you don't want to talk to or you don't want to discuss with the average person. Because a lot of people they are not mature enough to handle certain things. This is why it's best to go to Jesus with your most embarrassing prayers. Because Jesus has a heaven and hell to place your soul, which the av- which the average person or people, period, they don't have that kind of power. So, like I, I said it once, I said it again. People that judge don't matter. People that matter don't judge. Again, people that judge don't matter. People that matter don't judge. On that note, my name is Eric McCrae and thank you for once again taking time out of your day to listen and support Victorious for Life podcast.